A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, support the Ravens. Nevermore. WrestleTalk. It's time for the 10 best wrestling matches of 2019, according to WrestleTalk. We all kind of voted in the office. I'm Ollie Davis. This is Luke Owen. Are we kick off with number 10? The Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania 35. I know. I know what you're thinking. That's a bad way to start this list. Trust me, all the other ones are legitimately really, really excellent in ring encounters. However, I will defend this match's inclusion to my dying breath. This coloured me sports entertained. I don't know if I had more fun watching a wrestling match in any other time of the year than I did here. It had Miz's dad try and fight Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon beat up. Mrs. Dad, to the extent where I think he killed him. Shane McMahon fell off a bit of the stage, down some steps, and landed horribly on what seemed to be a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> it was a match that... I, I loved thinking back to the live stream that we did over WrestleMania, because there were moments when we were down, like really like dipping, like, oh my God, I'm really flagging. It's a long show. But I just think back to the amount of laughs that we had watching Miz versus Shane at WrestleMania. It's It was just bonkers. And I was so sports entertained by it. It was the perfect match in that sense. I like to think they know that it's bad. I don't want to believe that we're in a world where Miz and Shane went backstage and were like, top that, lads, in terms of in-ring work rate. Walking past AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah top that, AJ. But in terms of sports entertainment, they couldn't have done it any better. Look, I, I know what you're saying, and I know a lot of people are probably thinking, ha-ha, guilty pleasure. No, I don't think this is a bad match. I didn't enjoy it from a laughing at it perspective. I, 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 yeah, I do believe we were laughing with it. Yes. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the intention. It was just this crazy fight 
with all this soap opera emotion. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Equally, absolutely loved from AEW's Fighter Fest, Cody versus Darby Allen. Because this, for me, is a match that made Darby. And that was the sole intention of this match as well, was Cody wanted to go out there and be like, hey, this kid's amazing. This kid is really going to connect with the AEW audience. And I'm just going to show the world how good he is. And that's exactly what Cody did. He went out there, gave Darby absolutely everything needed in this match. So they told a great story. And it made Darby feel like an incredible deal coming out of it. The reason Alan is so over in Dynamite right now, where just his entrance coming down to the ring sends the crowd into a frenzy, that he can fight the AEW world champion, Chris Jericho, and people are really interested in that match and think he could even win. It was all traced back to Cody not even losing to him. That's the genius here. And it was also the first time I really remember AEW's time limits being used so effectively. Mm -hmm. It was a 20-minute time limit draw. Yeah. And it was just, it told such a beautiful story about Cody kind of underestimating this guy. I mean, look at him. He's tiny, skinny. What a weird little face-painting thing. Yeah. But then Darby just really got over his character by being like, I don't give up, mate. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. And Cody slowly had to adjust by getting more and more frustrated that he couldn't beat him. And then that spot, I wasn't really that familiar with Alan. I wasn't familiar with the coffin drop. When he hit that coffin drop on to the ring apron, yeah, I, I fell in love. Yeah, absolutely incredible, incredible match. Really, really great stuff. At number eight, we have a match we were there in person for, and it's Kazuchika Okada versus... The most terrifying man still in all of wrestling in 2019, Minoru Suzuki at, I nearly said AEW, <laughs> New Japan's Royal Quest show, which was, it took place a five minute walk from where we are right now. And that's not the reason why it's in this list, because it was close proximity. Mm. This was a match that I think was pretty much a foregone conclusion that Okada was retaining. And like, so I didn't go into this match believing that Suzuki could win. Oh, but he made me believe yeah. that Suzuki could win. The reason why this match really stood out for me, particularly over that weekend, which was just like chock full of incredible matches. It was the same, d- same day yeah. as All Out and NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Yeah, which had that incredible Walter Tyler Bate match and the incredible tag match. But the mm. reason why this one stuck out for me is that I have always been unfairly critical of Okada matches, which has always been, hey, they're 40 minutes long, but really you don't need to watch the first 20 because it all kicks in at that 20-minute mark and it turns into the great Okada match. When you see it live, for me, it was like, oh, oh, I get it. These 20 minutes are very, very, very important. And being there live for those opening 20 minutes was just an out-of-body experience. It was an incredible incredible match. It's just so, so good. I, I, for my money, I think it's Okada's best match of the year. Yeah, it's possibly up there. Uh, I do, yeah, it's that. It's about a 30, 40-minute match and Minoru's slaps and just no-selling. It, it was it was the best Suzuki match of the year. Yeah, oh, easily. Uh, and, and, and that's because he wasn't really, it wasn't in the G1. Unfortunately, he was left out, so he really proved it here. Yeah, I thought it was really, really great stuff. Uh, on that same weekend at number seven, it's the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros in 
the ladder match to end all ladder matches. I'm not going to try and say what they were calling the match because my Spanish is very, very bad. But, um, I mean, what is there to say about this ladder match other than you you were the person who put it perfectly when they said they completed ladder matches. They finished it. And I, I love ladder matches. I'm always going to get a kick out of them. But the, the, the spots they did here were so inventive and so mind-blowingly impossible that even if I was 14 year old, 14 years old, playing not 2K, uh, but SmackDown, just bring it, I wouldn't even attempt something like this yeah. because it would have. Been, I would have been like, oh no, it's too impossible. Yeah, that, completely. You've gone too far there. But that Canadian destroyer off the ladder through the table, I just it's it's. It's a video game, Cole. Yeah. There are matches that will stick with me for the rest of time in terms of, like, you know, ladder matches. It's Michael's Ramon. It's the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys at WrestleMania 2000. And it's this. Mm. In terms of, like, the ladder matches that I think define the gimmick. Granted, I think the reason why it's slightly low down, lower down on our list than I think it probably should have been is it got almost a bit too much at the end. Nick's bump to the outside where he took so much like talk and momentum, smacking him through that table was so scary. And then the assisted pile driver on the ladder bridge was so scary that you and I were like, God, I just need this match to end now. I just I just want this match to end. Well, it's it's fine doing spots that are dangerous, but you do them as they're intended. It's another thing to lose control. And there were two spots in this match where they were effectively botched because they're ridiculously complicated and require an impossible amount of balance. And that just take that when that happens, that takes me out of it because I'm now no longer going, wow, look at that amazing thing you planned that was super, super dangerous. It's, oh, you've made a mistake and you're probably quite hurt now. Yeah. Uh, before, uh, after that, we've got our only women's match on the top 10 because unfortunately from the major promotions, it just wasn't really there this year. No. Uh, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae at NXT TakeOver Toronto. But this was well-deserved spot mm. on this list. It was an amazing, amazing match because I don't think that, we said that WWE hasn't had the greatest year for women's wrestling because Ronda's not there. They don't care as much. I don't think AEW's women's division has really taken off in the way that they wanted it to. But NXT has completely rebuilt their women's division and they've now got such a strong group that they're like, oh man, you could literally just, you can now fracture these off into various storylines and they can go out and have their takeover matches. And considering that this match was supposed to be Shirai Kairi Sane and Candice sort of had to be artificially fudged into this match because they were like, well, we need to finish the Shirai storyline, but the main roster stole Kairi Sane from us. The fact that they still made this work to be the best women's match in North America in 2019. I think it's just, it, it speaks volumes. I thought the, these two did an incredible job. Well, at number five, also from a TakeOver show, um, which is going to be a bit of a theme here, uh, <laughs> NXT TakeOver 25. It's Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship. Now, I know what you're all saying in the comments. It should have been the first two out of three falls or it should have been the second two out of three falls. But we decided in the office... And I'm, I mean, I will argue this point to my dying day. This was the best match of the trilogy. I agree. It's, and we didn't, like, sit down and decide this. We all independently came up with the TakeOver 25 match as their best match. I, that, so the first one, 
great, excellent final fall. Mm-hmm. But I thought the first two were unnecessary. Unnecessary, and it's not like the Akada opening twenty minutes. I don't think it even really foreshadowed much that happened. That, that it was it was excessive, and the the third one was really really good. But this takeover twenty five match with all the false finishes, era running down, trying to interfere. So, so good. It was all in its simplicity. Mm. The other ones had so many bells and whistles and smoke and mirrors around it. This one was just you two dudes are going out there and you are going to wrestle and you're going to show why this is the greatest brand and the greatest wrestling promotion in the in the world and why we always put on the best shows. Because TakeOver, let's be honest, NXT always puts on the best shows. T to B, top to bottom, best shows. Yeah. And this match is exemplary of that. And yeah, I thought they did a fantastic job. And it was easily the best match of the trilogy. It would have been better, though, if it was in the Tokyo Dome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of segue, Will Ospreay versus Kota Ibushi at the G1 Climax. And we joked about this in the office. We wanted to add some variety into this list because I said... Really, you could have filled out this top 10 list with just Will Ospreay matches. And most of those would have been in the G1 because no one's had a better year than Will Ospreay. You re- and you really could have just filled this top 10 list with just G1 matches. But for the sake of variety, let's just have one of those G1 matches. And well, it would have been G1 matches, Ms. Shane McMahon. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. Sorry, my apologies. And yeah, Will Ospreay versus Kota Ibushi, just two of the best, showing why they're two of the best. Because like you could have always argued their Wrestle Kingdom match should have been on this list because they're so good together. Yeah. But this G1 match was just out of this world insane. I saw someone uh, describe it as a roller coaster. And that is a brilliant, brilliant way to describe it. It's an absolutely incredible match. And sticking with the G1, we've put at number three, John Moxley versus Tomohiro Ishii. I <laughs> have tingles thinking about this match. Yeah. Still, John Moxley... Pro- not even John Moxley's best match. You know, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley's best ever match is this one. Yeah. It was... Was it the first Moxley match? It was not the first Moxley match, because no, he won the um, United States Championship. Oh, of course, yeah. against uh, But that was like a bloody brawl with, um, Juice with Juice Robinson. But this match is like... Oh, yeah, I'd, I want to see these two guys go up against each other. And we were watching it live because in Japan it was like 11 o'clock our time. And we put it on. And as soon as the as they got into the ring together and they just go head to head, just four heads into each other, mouthing off, we were all like stopped what we were doing and started watching this match. And this was one of those days where you were like, like in the G1, you're like, I mean, you, we've got to watch this one, right? Like Ishii, you got to watch it live, I mean. Ishii versus Moxley. I'm I'm in for this because I love the Stone Pitbull, and I'm I'm very excited to see how this hard bastard takes on this unhinged lunatic in John Moxley, and they delivered and then some because it was it combined the best the best of both worlds the best of both worlds of a Tomohiro Ishii. I am just going to nut you as hard <laughs> as I can, and a John Moxley. I'm going to hit you as hard as I can with various bits of plunder. It was a beautiful combination. I loved it. Loved it. Mm. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. As much as I loved that match, at number two from NXT TakeOver New York, Walter versus Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship. Now, I know, again, you're all going to be saying the Tyler Bate <laughs> match was better. And perhaps you're not wrong. But for my money, and I think this was, a joint again, a joint decision in the office, the Pete Dunne match was the best match. Yeah. And we took a lot of heat because... We kept saying it was the best match of the night on that New York crowd, the New York card, where everyone was like, it was clearly Cole Gargano. For, for me, it was Walter Dunn. I thought it was the best match of that whole WrestleMania weekend. Agreed. Including the Ring of Honor New Japan show, including WrestleMania 35. Just the, Apart from Shane McMahon Miz. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I'm not, I don't have to say that every time. It's without saying. It, but this match really was Walter's first big NXT showcase. Yeah. He'd, he'd already been in NXT UK, but nobody watches that show. So this was his big WWE debut kind of thing. 
in, in terms of NXT stuff in, in America to a much larger audience. And to take on Dunn, who's going in with this ridiculously long title reign, one of the longest running champions in the modern era, mm-hmm. to go up against Walter, that, which, which is a really interesting dynamic in itself because you're kind of turning Dunn face. I know he was face, but he works so much like <laughs> a heel. And Walter, he just kept on breaking Walter's fingers, but then Walter would still chop him and then he would sell his fingers. I just love that. It was just genius in-ring psychology from the pair of mm. them. And it was it was the match that popped me the most. It was the match I was most invested in. I'm a, I've been a big Walter fan for a number of years now, and I've been singing his praises. Um, and this was one of those moments where you're like, yes, you're finally at that like big, big stage. And it's actually thinking about this match and the Tyler Bate match as well from Cardiff. It makes me all the more angry to what they did to him on Raw and what they did to him at Survivor Series. Yeah, like that really, yeah, it really is like mm. in, uh, aggravating and annoying because this dude is legit money and is just like I I wasn't sure there could be a better Walter match than the one he had against Will Ospreay at OTT, and maybe that <laughs> match was better. But holy hell, Pete Dunne gave him a run for his money. Mm. What a great great match! But do you want to take what is it number one? Number one just ticks every single box in terms of in-ring wrestling, in terms of character, in terms of post-match emotional angle, in terms of build as well. And that is the Battle of the Roads, Cody versus Dustin at AEW Double or Nothing. I get teary just thinking about this match. It's incredible. And we've I feel like a bit of a stuck record when we've said this, but at the start of the year... If you'd have said to me, oh, yeah, Cody versus Goldust is going to be your favorite match of the year, I'd have been like, no, absolutely not. At the start of the match, if you told me that. (laughs) I think that that might be one of the reasons behind its success is no one saw it coming. No. But in retrospect, of course, we should have seen it coming. I think they saw it coming. Yeah. Because they knew what they were doing. And it was just incredible work by Cody because he actually sort of works heel Mm. but turns babyface in the match but not, it's not a double turn because Dustin still remains a babyface. Good Lord, he bled like a stuck pig as well. Like he was bleeding an absolute gusher, which just added so much more drama. The various different near falls and counters and reversals was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful match. And it wasn't a match that involved really impressive athletic high spots. It wasn't a match that involved falling on your neck on the apron. It was. I mean, like, I think the reason we like it so much is we happen to like the same style of wrestling. Our our favorite kind of wrestling is this kind of wrestling. So when it's done to to this extent, which is perfection, Mm -hmm. then it's going to be our favorite match of the year that everyone in the office agreed. But I totally understand why other people would say, oh, actually, this Osprey match is the best for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally that's yeah. totally fine <laughs> but it was one of those moments when we were putting this list together like we've all written down our favourite matches of the year we get this document open and you looked at me and said I mean we've all got the same number one right <laughs> yeah and, uh, and I said oh it's Cody Dustin yeah yeah and we were like yeah 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 absolutely everyone was like yep yep brilliant that is definitely the best mm. match of the year I just thought it was just glorious and as at the, at the end of it when oh. y- you have the, the, the match is over and Cody cuts a promo and you know it's coming you know he's gonna say we're back together again you're my brother but i don't it was that added bit about saying i want you to be my tag partner and i was just i don't need a tag partner i need, I need a, a brother. brother 
and they, you know Dustin's covered in blood. I'm getting tingles thinking about it. It's one of the most ge- and Cody has done that to me so many times this year with the the Jericho go home promo as well. I just think I think he's he's had he's had an incredible 2019. This was the uh, start of my love affair with Cody in 2019, and it was just one of the greatest matches I've ever seen mm. in my life, and a match that I will remember again and again and again. And I, you know, we're going to be bringing this match up. Some of these matches we'll never mention again as long as we live, but I I firmly believe this will be a match that in 20 years time people will still go, oh, remember Cody Dustin on AEW's first ever pay per view. As one of the greatest things of all time. Because story, character. Yeah. That's what really lasts. And in ring work. (laughs) (laughs) But it was no Ms. Shane, let's Uh, be honest. So we've got some honourable mentions. Let's run through those. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, not the best year for Becky, but I thought this was the best match that she had. I like the Becky Asker match at Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was a really good shout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Team Baszler versus Team Ripley, NXT TakeOver War Games 2019. I think that's the best women's match of the year. I know that the Shirai LeRae thing, but I I think this is better. Yeah, and I don't think you're you're, you're wrong on that. Mm. There was an absolutely... In in terms of storytelling in that match as well, with Team Ripley having to come back from a two-person deficit because of the Dakota Kai heel turn taking out Tegan was just a brilliantly told story because if you want to do like Candice LeRae is a perfect person to put in that position and it really really put over Rhea Ripley strong great great match uh from Impact Wrestling man this might I mean it was hard to pick just one Lucha Bros match and this came very very close for me Lucha Brothers versus LAX from Impact Wrestling Homecoming was just absolutely insane just great LAX, of course, now proud and powerful. Mm. Uh, Santana and Ortiz, they're, they're, they they had a hell of a 2018, 2019, uh, and oh, 2018, yeah, yeah, 2018, yeah, yeah. and the, you know, with the rise of Impact there, but everything shifted to AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, yeah. at Full Gear, a match, a bloodbath of a match, yeah, but and a match that everyone was like, oh my god, it's it's almost too bloody. Like, did they go too far? Like, it was one of those things where we put that as the thumbnail. Did they go too far? And in the first three seconds of the video go no <laughs> but everyone had left their comment before even starting the video mm. which was just like you pansies it never gets too far this that, and the other but like i don't think it went too far it was just an absolute spectacle match and it was i found it very interesting from a Meltzer perspective where he was like i hated the match like it's not my cup of tea but you can't deny it's a five-star match yeah like as we were saying earlier our favorite kind of match is character story-driven matches but if your favorite kind of match is hardcore death matches this is this is the this is perfection yeah, almost for it pretty much uh i've also got another impact one here sammy callahan versus tessa blanchard at slammiversary 2019 yeah really really great stuff more great heel work from sammy and tessa's had an absolutely yeah. standout year in impact wrestling um we kind of talked about how that you had so much fun watching Miz versus Shane at WrestleMania. And I had that same feeling from this, from All Out, Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc versus Joey Janela in the Cracker Barrel Clash. Oh my, I, I could watch this match every month yeah. for a year and I would never get tired of it because so much fun. I'll just pick out a, a new different favorite moment. The one in my head right now, I think it's Havoc's mouth gets fill, full with uh, drawing pins, yep. thumbtacks, and then he's super kicked and he spews them out everywhere. 
great way to sell it. Cody versus Chris Jericho at Full Gear as well, the same show. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Um, no, it was a different show. It was All Out. Was the one? Oh, sorry. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is Jericho's best match in AEW, and I do genuinely believe that's all down to Cody. Yeah. Because Jericho is an incredible wrestler, but Cody has got, he had so much babyface momentum on his side that that really, really carried the drama of this match, uh, including that um, heck of a dive uh, that he did where he face planted into the, into yeah. the ramp. And, and although I, d- I thought that the MJF heel turn was, wasn't booked perfectly at the end, that still is hugely momentous and, and it makes it really newsworthy too. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Bandido at WrestleCon. I mean, Will Ospreay was just the standout of this year, and that was, I mean, just a standout match over the wrestling uh, yeah. over the WrestleMania weekend. Um, and likewise, Will Ospreay versus Ishii at the uh, G1 again, as we said. And the other one it should have been in the top ten. Yeah. Akada versus Zack Sabre Jr. also from the G1, yeah. whereas like you know, Zack is just insane in how good he is, and Akada's incredible. Basically. You could just take any match from the G1 and you'd be like, oh my God, that's the best match of the year. Like it, was th- it was that good of a, of a tournament. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 